Hey gang, it's Graham. What's cracking? I am coming to you live from the brand new four-wheel drive Dreadpenny's Mobile Command Center. And it has a Hemi. Finally got the rig that I've wanted since I was a teenager. And uh, it feels pretty good. We sent the Scion back east to my brother. He needed a fuel-efficient car. I wanted to keep that one in the family. I was in uh, more of a position to get a newer vehicle, a different vehicle, I guess. This one's actually older than the Scion. And uh, yeah, I, I never wanted to part ways with my sister's car. I never really planned to end up in my sister's car, but that's uh, just the way that it went for the last couple of years. And uh, his need was greater than my own. And I decided, you know, why don't we find a way to get this to you? And the stars aligned. We did that. And uh, now he's got a car that he needs. I've got the big bad four-wheel drive V8 gas hog that I want, and life is good. So, New Year's Eve. Let's talk about New Year's Eve. What does that mean? Uh, reflection and projection. We look at what we did, we think about what we want to do. I've kind of got a power ballad for, uh, for New Year's, and I, I only play it when I really need it. Um, there have definitely been years when I wanted to Kind of reset the clock and say okay january 1st i'm going to take everything bad that happened in this year before and just scrub it and everything after this is going to be awesome and there are definitely years when this song doesn't work 2020 being one of them because 2019 was a terrible year and it wasn't like 2020 got much better but it's uh, it's a song by russell crowe and uh, i get that he's not everybody's favorite singer i get that he's not even a very talented singer don't care. Uh, I stumbled upon this song, I don't even know how, um, on January 1st of 2010. Um, I, I just happened to listen to the lyrics, and the lyrics go, uh, you know, it's New Year's Day, same as the day before, and uh, you know, he goes on about, it's about a guy who's in a rut, and he just needs to get on his feet, and he needs, you know, one good year. The song is called One Good Year. And uh, he just needs to have one good year to, to get everything squared away, you know, his job, his living situation, his relationships, whatever. And uh, once he's got that done, you know, <laughs> once he stops getting his legs cut out from underneath him, everything will be great. Uh, 2009 was not a bad year for me, but, uh, you know, it ended rough. And uh, I found that song and it became kind of my mantra for 2010. And then the first half of 2010 was utter garbage, just top to bottom. But uh, then I met the woman who would become my wife and things got a lot better. So I, I think about that song every time New Year's runs around. And this isn't necessarily a year when I need it. Um, I know that 2022 is going to bring challenges like the last several years have. They'll probably even be unique challenges. Uh, you know, that just comes with you leveling up and taking all the blows that life throws your way. But I'm going to keep a, a positive attitude about it, and uh, you know, learn to learn to adapt. You know, learn to reflect and say, this isn't the worst year that I've had. This isn't the worst thing that's happened to me. And I've got my footing underneath me. I know what the most important things in my life are. And uh, you know, as long as I don't forget that and put myself in a bad situation where I'm going to slip and fall, then I won't need. Uh, another reset year but I recommend that song to uh, to everybody who's 
going through a tough spot, might be going through a tough spot and could, could use a year to reset. I think of uh, my friend Nathan who just lost a son like the week of Thanksgiving to, uh, to a very tragic circumstance. Um, it's more of his story to tell, not really mine, so I'll spare the details. But uh, just remember that no matter how hard our lives have been in any phase, chances are that we haven't yet gone through the hardest thing that we will ever experience. And yeah, that's a recurring thought that I've had over the years. I've had that discussion with my wife several times, you know, early on in our marriage. And then, you know, she gets pregnant with our first son and she gets extremely sick. She gets pregnant with our second son. She gets even sicker. My grandfather dies. My sister dies. COVID happens. I get hurt. I have surgery. I mean, just things pile up and you always go through a new trial, but that is that is part of leveling up to use you know parlance that is relevant to the relevant to the day. Pardon me, not relevance. You know, we're we're all here to to get better, to experience trials, and when we get our feet swept out from underneath us, do what you can, do what you must to get him back underneath you. Have that one good year, have that one good week, even one good day can set you right. Graham, you're rambling now. You're grambling. Yes, I am grambling. Uh, I apologize for that. So what did I accomplish in 2021? Well, uh, I've I published a few more stories on the Dread Pennies Adventure Hour. You guys got Homeworld, uh, Fool Silver, and the Guild of Eldritch Adventurers. Those are all stories that I'm proud of, and uh, they're on the docket for me to release illustrated editions of them in the future with bonus content you know i'm pleased with how that went and i appreciate the experience that i had in you know learning about how to how to narrate stories and how to do it effectively how to do it well i ended up unpublishing two of the stories that i published in 2020 just because i wasn't thrilled with how they came out and i sure wasn't thrilled with the uh, production quality of the recordings so you know i i wouldn't have known that unless i just tackled it head on and say I'm going to do this and you know learn what I'm doing wrong by doing it to begin with. You can either you know study the theory of something for 10, 15, 20 years so that you do it perfectly the first time or you can just do it and learn as you go and create along the way. You know, uh, what's the saying? Progress over perfection. Uh, the flip side of that coin is what am I going to produce in 2022? Uh, that's easy. I'm going to narrow it down to just two stories and I'm going to really focus tightly because, man, I, I allowed myself to get distracted with uh, with Sheriff Porter in the latter half of this year. I ended up taking time away from other projects that I was going to get on and uh, and I worked on Sheriff Porter. I'm glad that I did because I really liked that story. I've still got to finish editing and narrating it, so you know that'll, that'll hit the podcast soon. Uh, I'm sorry that I, I don't have a date to commit to on that. December has turned out to be one of the gnarliest seasons in the in the place where I work. So I'll get the audio of Sheriff Porter out. Uh, and, but as far as writing new stories, um, I'm going to record the first volume in the uh, the Brimstone Saga called The Corbidel Job. That's my Blast Crew Goes to Mordor story. You've been hearing me talk about that for the last five years. 
or so if you've been a follower on the uh, on the Dread Pennies website. I'm going to do that one, and I'm going to do Howling Wilderness, which is a story set in the Engines of Liberty world, uh, roughly calling it uh, Engines of America. That'll be the uh, the overarching trilogy title if if I end up writing a trilogy. I've got some ideas for other stories featuring the main character in this one, but. I don't want to overextend just to fit a model of saying like, oh yeah, this has to be a trilogy, this has to be a new one. Like I might call it Engines of Mortality uh, when it gets to that point, but we'll see. I just want to write this one story. I don't want to worry about shoehorning it into a trilogy and writing something new just for the sake of getting it done. But the story is called Howling Wilderness, and the main two characters are a guy named Graveheart and a girl named Mickey. And they go on a race through the Appalachian Mountains or along the Appalachian Trail. And uh, that's all I want to say because it ties in pretty extensively with stuff that happened in the Engines of Liberty trilogy. Uh, Even though this one happens about 50 years later. Uh, I've been shaping this whole world and this whole timeline in my mind for years and years and years. Uh, I daydream about it when I'm at work. And I take notes on the things that I think could really work. And I, I am so excited to get this whole thing committed to paper, but man, I'll be in my mid-40s by the time I get the entire engine's timeline down. Uh, I just know that I won't get any of it down if I get bogged down in trying to get all of it down. I can do anything, I can't do everything. So the anything that I'm gonna do in 2022 is uh, record Sheriff Porter, write and record the Corbidel job, write and record Howling Wilderness. And I'll make them work in whatever way that I need to to make those stories excellent. Uh, Reading, I read just over 90 books in 2021. I meant to read fewer than 100, and I had arbitrarily set the number at 50, and obviously I, I overshot that. It's progress in a sense that I didn't feel the need to consume 100 books and a good amount of the books that I read in print were graphic novels, so, you know, it's not the same as sitting down and reading Tolstoy, you know. Um, I, I did read less, and there are fewer books on the list that I read and can't remember. You know, there, there are some of them, but not all of them. Not like years past, where I, I committed the time to reading something, and then by the time it was wrapped, I was like, I remember nothing about this, <laughs> who cares? Uh, I'm going to continue making progress on that front. My goal is to read fewer than 75 books in 2022. Uh, I'm not counting, you know, podcast episodes in any of that. I listen to plenty of podcasts for sure. Uh, But there are some shorter books like the Charles River Editor's books, which that might as well just be a podcast that has long episodes every once in a while. Because like, yeah, you can buy the audio book of it. You can't buy a print book. It's an hour and a half. How are you going to really call it a book then at that point? You know, how does that make sense? There is a massive four volume, heavily researched biography on Robert E. Lee that really has my interest. But even in audio, each installment is like 24 hours. We're talking about close to 100 hours of, uh, you know, audiobook narration on one man. I mean, one of my favorite biographies about a Civil War general ever, Rebel Yell by S.C. Gwynn, 
was only 24 hours and that covered the entire life of Stonewall Jackson. You know, I, I don't know how the heck I'm supposed to get through 100 hours of Robert E. Lee, but this is supposed to be the defining biography of the man. And I'd definitely love to dig in and, and check something out like that. And then of course there's the goal that I had this year to read Don Quixote and I ended up burning out on that in early February. But I still want to. I feel bad that I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll shelve this and I'll just read it in bursts throughout the year. The narrator says he would not. He did not read it again in bursts throughout the year. Um, I think I'm going to start over with that one. And that kind of dovetails into one of my next goals. Um, this year, my YouTube channel took off without me really having any planning or any intention. Like, I, I've wanted to do YouTube for a long time. Um, my Mayflower video took off and suddenly I became the Mayflower guy. I'd rather be known on YouTube as, you know, the reading guy and just constantly make book recommendations. And if I'm going to do that, then I need to do it consistently. And so I think I'm going to do, you know, if I can swing it once a week, maybe once every two weeks, I'll do a report where I say, okay, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to read you know, 50, 60 more pages of Quixote. And I'm going to take notes and I'm going to do a video explaining what happened and what moved me about it. And, you know, what do I find in this 400 year old story that remains timeless and remains relevant? Like I, I want to do an analysis of, of a book like that. Uh, there's plenty of other stuff that I want to do with that format as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be YouTube. There are other websites like Rumble and BitChute and Odyssey, and if I just make videos that I can upload to all four platforms, then so be it. But I think I'm going to go through the entire library of books that I have, and uh, you know, if there's a trilogy, I'll just review the trilogy, for example, you know. Um, but I'll, I'll do videos on all those, kind of the way that I used to do podcast episodes. But you know, I'll flip through the books and show them and explain them and and you know things like that it's just so that i've got something that i can refer to and i can i can send to people like i, I want to get more video content out there i have other goals that i want to reach and you know they're they're measurable in their own right but they're also personal so i'll, I'll leave it at that i want to keep being as good at my job as i am um, i've kind of become the guy up on the mountain, you know, they, they're like, okay, I mean, make sure you're checking with everybody else before you leave. You'll get done before they do, but, you know, see if anybody else needs help. And, you know, people report to me and ask about difficult stops they've never done before. Like, it's, I feel important at the job that I'm in. Uh, you know, they've definitely done a good job of making me feel valued. And I don't want to ever take this job for granted and especially not take the uh, the annual income for granted because it's considerable um and just say like okay cool now i can use this to fund all of my creative endeavors like i'm i'm always going to be an artist i'm always going to be a writer i'm always going to be an illustrator uh i just you know have other commitments that actually pay the bills and provide me with uh, the lifestyle that i enjoy and so I, I need to pace myself and you know, make sure that I'm committing the proper amount of time to my family and my kids and to my job and to my health so that I can you know, keep being there for all of those things. You know, and then say, okay, well, this week I'm only going to get two or three hours to work on what's important to me and, and go from there. You know, I, I, th I did a fair amount this year to reduce distractions and reduce the time that I spend online. Um, 
I ended up culling about half of the people on my friends list on Facebook just because, you know, I never talked to them or they were people who had friended me in the writing community and I didn't really know who they were. Um, I was in a bunch of Facebook groups and I just left all of them. Like, I, I don't need this. You know, and, and every one of these things is a commitment and it is a form of consumption and I need to consume less and produce more. And uh, that became really important to me, to, to me this year. So I kind of quietly just unfriended a lot of people and left all these groups and you know, didn't make a big fuss about it. But that was the reason why. It's like I didn't want to feel like I was obligated to respond to all of these things and comment on you know, other people's content. And you know, there are entire YouTube channels that have made millions of followers based on you know, them responding to things in pop culture and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but they have to... Re- produce two videos a day and they've got to edit it all that and they got to spend all that time doing this stuff and they're kind of at the whim of whatever of whatever is happening in pop culture you know something happens they've got to respond to it or else you know they missed it and somebody else will get the views on their video and blah 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 like I'm never going to be that guy you know I'll, I'll produce content that it might not necessarily be up to the minute on what's happening with current events but I'm going to share things that I have found in- interesting I'm going to share things that have fueled my imagination or you know helped me to sort out my emotions or or whatever you know things that have been of benefit to me i'm not going to sit there and you know constantly worry about responding to somebody else's content so that i can have content so that all these platforms can advertise based on my content you know i I want to produce the things that are important to me and I, i want to be chained less to the things that other people want of me i say that as as uh, you know, I say I want to make sure I want to spend the right amount of time on my job and all that. Once again, I'm grambling, but you know, the point is, I I enjoy my job. What I do is important, and it helps people. And I enjoy the fact that I'm good at it. And I just need to find a balance between that and all the other things that are meaningful in my life. And in order to fit all that into 24 hours every single day, you know, the obvious thing is to cut out that which is either a hindrance or just a distraction and uh, I'm going to keep sharpening my my skills in that regard in the coming year waste less time produce more stuff anyway that's it for now I'm going to let you guys go I will be on YouTube later tonight to do a live stream but anyway thanks for listening this far and uh jump on YouTube within a night. Sorry, like I said, I I got distracted there for a minute. (laughs) Distracted? No, I got interrupted. Um, I'm going to be on YouTube later tonight recapping the best books of 2021 that I read. But uh, if you missed that one and you don't want to sit through the whole live stream replay, uh, I'll be simulcasting and recording for the podcast on my phone so that uh, I can put it all together as a podcast episode and you guys can just listen then. So, Hope you guys have had a great year. I hope you've been able to make it a a good year for yourselves and for your loved ones and uh, that you're looking forward to 2022. We will move ever onward and upward. In the meantime, you guys know the deal. Stay rad, drive safe, and I will see you out there.